And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to another podcast episode with Lauren and Kylie. <laughs> you like all these sound effects. Um. <clears throat> oh, I have a little icebreaker question. Okay. Um. Okay. How would you say girls cheer? Like, like, that was a really awfully phrased, but like, like, if somebody, like when somebody like pops a champagne bottle or when you're at a concert and the singer like says something and like you start cheering, like, what do you do? Woo! Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, okay. So when, and the reason I'm asking this is because when I went out last night, there was like, like the singer was like, uh, he like did that. And then he was like, no, we got a song for the boys. <laughs> like if you're a guy in the house over here or something so stupid like that. And so then how, like, how do guys cheer? I don't know, like stupidly. I feel like you have a brother, so I feel like you can answer this. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> so when he said this, he was like doing that, and the guy's like, yeah! Woo! And I was like, and then I jump in naturally, and I go, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> it's great. Well, we just Maybe Lance is nothing. I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention enough. I just I always. It probably depends a little bit on the context, I'm sure. Yeah. For girls, I think like we just woo all the time. It's louder. It, it's easy. Yeah. Woo. I mean, I'll scream sometimes. I'll be like, yeah! Woo! But like, I'm not going to actually do it. You're welcome. But like, yeah. Um, okay, I just needed somebody be, to be like on that same page yeah. as me. That's a immediately one was yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get fist up, you go ooh 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 ooh. we've been around. No idea. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of cheering, I told my first period because they're so quiet in the mornings that I'm start gonna start bringing pom poms for them, like or a pom pom for me to cheer for them when they answer something. <gasps> And then I realized I had one because of convocation. They gave us um, little pom-poms for new teachers, and I forgot about it. And so the next day, I was like, look what I got. And they were all like, stop. And I was like, sorry, wake up then. <laughs> so how has your – have we recorded since you've had, like, a first full week? No. Okay. That's give it to good. us. Let's go. Ah. <laughs> Last week was pretty solid. Um, I feel like we were so, what was last week? I guess last week was like the first full week, right? So we were catching up a few more things for the expectations. And then we worked on emails. That's what we were doing. We were working on email writing. And then... 
that went well. I got to grade those today because they have progress reports going out next week. Ooh, I'm so but, I know. Well, it's because it's technically three weeks, but we started on the Thursday, so it's not three mm-hmm. weeks, whatever. Okay. So, I got to do that. But um, this week was weird. This week was so weird. Monday, they, what even happened? Monday was odd. They all just kind of, oh, we had to do these, like, HMH testing. Um, and it's basically, like, to see their reading level. And so Monday I was like, oh, it's going to be easy day. They're all just going to sit, do nothing. Well, not do nothing, but, like, I won't be doing anything. Yeah. I'll be sitting and doing nothing. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, like, fun. Um, guide them through it, and then they're just on the computer the whole time. Fifth period rolls around, and the school's power goes out. Mm. Like, flickers on, flickers off, flickers on, flickers off. Does it a few more times. Oh, weird. And then completely off. And we were all like, okay. And then apparently, it was like, or anything, or like, it wasn't raining. We don't know what it was. It was supposed to rain, so we were all expecting it to. Mm. So it was very odd. And then we were like, okay, cool. I thought the Wi-Fi would be down. We all did. And then it was kind of up, but then it wasn't really working well. So I was like, okay, guess not. Six period, my rowdy group was a hot mess in there. Oh, no. Because I just let them end up playing on their phones because I just, like, there wasn't anything else for them to do. We had we were supposed to go to the library on Monday. That's why the week started out weird. We were supposed to go to the library Monday, Tuesday, like, all of our teachers and or all the English teachers. Um, I was supposed to do the testing, but because we couldn't do the library, we had to move it back. So everything got kind of just weird. Like every morning we were like, what are we supposed to be doing today? Yeah. Um, and so Tuesday rolled around. We continued to do the testing, but then one of my classes was completely behind. And then we finally all kind of got caught up on that. I still have kids that need to do the testing because they were absent or whatever. And then, but on Tuesday, second period, I went to go grab my, um, that's my conference period. So I went to go grab my attendance sheet from the lounge and I come back. I'm about to unlock my room and the fire alarm goes off. Bruh. And I go, oh. And so we're all leaving the room, like leaving. Luckily I didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And what was weird is we were supposed to have a fire drill Friday. Like they tell us when our drills are, so we're kind of prepared. Right. We're supposed to have a drill on Friday. And so when it happened on Tuesday, we were all like, hello? Like, what's going on? So we're all leaving. And we're all like, what is, what is happening? And then one of my coworkers was gone because his kid was sick. So there's a sub. So, like, this whole week just started out very odd. And so we come back in. And apparently the fire marshal was there to check in on some stuff. And he was not happy because our alarms are going off and our alarms are going off because a panel was messed up. So it was a real thing. It was a real alarm, not a real fire. Okay. And so technically it was just all a hot mess. And he was like, why are y'all, what is happening? Yeah. Um, Cause he was supposed to come in and check our rooms for like decorations and stuff that could cause fires, whatever. Anyways. So that was a hot mess day. And so my kids and I were all just like, oh, let's see what happens tomorrow. Like, Wednesday rolled around. We went to the library because mm-hmm. we were on Thursday. And I told my kids that after everything got turned around. They were supposed to go on Tuesday. Then I told them Thursday. 
And then it had to be Wednesday because my coworker was still out and he wanted the sub to go with him to the library and not do a lesson with them. Mm. So we were like, yeah, that makes sense. We were like, hot mess. A few of my kids are like, a few of my classes were really good. Like I'm not saying that, but they were all overall more chatty. Some of them because they were with friends from other classes. Mm, yep. And I was like, Oh no. And then my sixth period, who's already rowdy, acted like hooligans. And I was hooligans. There's a ramp in the library running up and down. Like, Wait. What? So the, the school, like, has ramps. I think it's, like, how they leveled it. And in the library, there's one that goes down the middle. And they're running up and down. And I was like, I'm going to kill y'all. I don't know how. But I'm going to. I feel like you're uh, running a kindergarten. Sometimes I am. That's the goal is just to wear them out. No, yeah. I I told him. Well, that day I was just mad at them because I was like, y'all are being ridiculous. Like the librarian even was like, wow, your six periods a lot, and I was like, yeah, it is. Um, and then Thursday rolled around, and I was like oh here we go like what's gonna happen now and I was mad at my sixth period still and I was just like whatever sixth period rolls around or seventh where am I Thursday <laughs> that's literally how this week is well Thursday happens and we do a lesson it went well I was like okay cool yesterday we did another lesson over their writing it went really well and I was very impressed with them I was like wow we're gonna end this week so nicely um but overall, it was just a hot mess. Like, it was just, the, every morning was waking up going, okay, so what are we going to get done today? And then even, like, the last two lesson days, like, we didn't know what we were doing until the morning of because we kept having to ch shift everything around because of our timeline. So that was fun. That's this week. That was my first week. Or my first two full weeks. First, the first one was really good. The second one was kind of crazy. But... I don't know. It was kind of weird that they were all like good on Friday because I was supposed to have like the AP come to my um, advisory to talk to them, and they ended up like have playing the silent game. Like the my my biggest problem child. He was like, "Let's play the silent game. If we do, if you win, you get blah 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 on Fortnite." And I was like, "Okay," and they all did it, and I was like. So for seven minutes of bear, of the advisory, they were silent. Honestly, you could probably use that kid. I told like, him he's a leader. We had told him. All of us, like, all of his teachers have been like, you are a leader. And, like, your friends follow you. You're just using it for bad right now. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah. So he's figuring it out. Well, and that's really during, cool. I, he was trying to dab me up. He was what? Like, he was like, got you I got you see what I did see what I did here <laughs> I was like sit down <laughs> like gosh I don't know I do it was fun this week even though it was like very hectic I was like oh this is kind of nice to know that every day is going to be different mm -hmm. because yeah. the week before when we were still going over expectations and like some of the more boring things and like emails I was like, oh no, every day feels the same. I can't do this. Like, yeah. 
which I mean, obviously like any career feels that way. Any job feels that way, especially like one that's a nine to five or a, in my case, six forty-five to two thirty, whatever. Yeah. And so I knew that, but I kind of like last week just felt, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to wake up and do this every day and feel so stuck, but life, career, whatever, like, you eventually get to that point when you're not in school anymore. Yeah. Um, and so this week with everything being so crazy and like just never knowing what's happening and some of the teachers being like, yeah, welcome to teaching. This is how it goes. Sometimes you don't get consistent days. And I go, good, because I was worried for a second. Um, and then them wrapping it up on Friday, like all my students just being better, even my sixth period, like a lot of them had some great answers yesterday on the writing we were working on. I was like, okay, I forgave y'all for acting like hooligans mm -hmm. in the library. Like, and then some of their personalities, like really, even if they are annoying students sometimes because they don't listen, they are really cool kids and really cool yeah. personalities. So you're kind of like, I like you before and after class, but not yeah. during, like, um, which is fine. So we'll get through that, but I'm gonna have them do the gritty for my sixth period. Because so. they were talking about it so much, and one of them always does it. And I was like, you know, for your warm up on Monday, that's how you get into my class. And they go, oh, okay. I was like, I love it. So we're gonna do that. Some of the, some of the other kids were like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I was like, I'm not gonna force you. Yeah. Like, the grader would be like, No. Put me in this West, please. So we'll see how that goes because they have a a quiz thing on Monday to do so. But that's teaching. That's my life. That's so fun. Like, it's it's cool because it's chaotic, but it's like you're learning to manage the chaos and, like, kind of harness it in a way. So yeah. that's really cool. I didn't, I, the week started out rough, but then, like, by the end of it, I was like, you know what? Sixth period is loud. That's yeah. just them, and we're going to have to go with it because we're not getting away from it. And even one of my coworkers, he was like, I hate my fifth and sixth period. They just keep on going. And I was like, okay, I'm glad it's you today talking about them. Um, <laughs> but I think sometimes it's just how it is. Like I, I can either like completely fight it. And some days I do have to, like, I'm not saying like it's going to change. Like some days I really am going to just have to be like, y'all have to listen right now. Um, like the bathroom thing, I'm still going to have to fight because they act like kindergartners with the bathroom. Um, or like getting up to go to the bathroom. And I told him that the other day. I was like, I don't know what it is about the bathroom in here for y'all, but y'all revert to kindergartners. And they were all just like, like kind of grumpy that I said that. And I was like, y'all do, y'all act ridiculous. Like y'all are running to the door to get the pass and go. Like, we're not doing that anymore. So that I still have to fight, but like the talking I can deal with in yeah. that What a time. How's the corporate uh, business world? What? I said, how's the corporate business world? Oh. Uh, I feel like I don't know yet because I'm still like doing a lot of training and wrapping up like coding projects. Um, but I got customers. 
So these are the people, the like hospital systems slash clinics, whatever they may be, um, that I'll be working with to like help assist them and like changing things that may need to be changed, doing things that maybe they can do, but just need to learn how to do it or um, things that like maybe they can't do that only like people at like my company have like access to do. Um, so that'll be cool. I have one that's like, we call it like going live. So they're like rolling out the software. Um, I have one of those in Washington state. So I'm gonna get to like travel and go there later. And like for a couple of weeks, I think, and just kind of like help them, what? I said, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool. But I'm just like, <gasps> it's weird. Cause it's like, I don't know anything. Like I do, and I've been training and stuff, but I'm like, I don't know. Like I haven't even started on that whole like learning curve thing, I feel like. So, cause I learned like a lot more through like doing things rather than just like sitting in classes, presentations, whatever. Like I just need to be doing it. But it's like, I don't know how helpful I'm gonna be at this like healthcare system sitting there and being like, yeah, come to me with your problems. Mm. Let me help you like triage notes and like bills and whatever. Like that's gonna be very interesting. I should have like at least one other person there like more tenured than I am to like kind of help. And if not, like they'll still be kind of like on call, I think. So that should be okay. Uh, but yeah, definitely a little bit stressed out. But then I have another customer who's been with like the software for almost 20 years. So sadly, I don't think I'm going to be able to go visit, but I'm going to try my butt off because they're in Hawaii. So <laughs> I really yes. go. Um, but yeah, the thing that's going to suck with that is like the time difference. So since they're like five hours behind, it's going to kind of have to be like scheduling meetings more so in the afternoons and just figuring out how to plan out my day because I'm probably going to end up being better off like going into the office on the later side and leaving on the later side, which I don't love, but maybe that'll give me a chance to like go to the gym before work um or like actually enjoy my morning and not like rush out so what time do you have to be at work it's not like a set time it's they say they expect you there from 10 to 3 um yeah sorry I don't have kids relying on me um but that's not even a corporate schedule though that's just like no but it's also kind of like like for me, I'll have so many meetings scheduled once I get like into it that like my days will be very like concrete. Mm-hmm. And we're expected to work like at least eight hours, potentially like nine a day. And so it's like I can't just go from 10 to three, but and I don't have like, like I can't work off site. So which is honestly really nice because then I'm like 
I never take work home. Yeah. But um, it's also really annoying when I'm like, I just want to go home, but I can't because I'm only at like seven hours for the day and like I still have more I can do. Um, but yeah, so right now I go in at around uh, 7.30, 7.45 is when I like get there and I'll leave usually. I've been pushing like five o'clock days just because like um, doing projects and programming, it's like once you get in it, it's like you're just grinding and it's a lot easier to just keep grinding than like get out and then try and set aside another couple hours to like get back into it. But yeah, it's been like 7.30 to like 4.30 or 5 a lot of the days. But it's probably going to start being once I like get more meetings and less training, it's probably going to end up being more like maybe like just 8 to 5 type deal. Um, but probably won't be leaving before five just because I do have those like Hawaii customers and it's going to be a lot easier for them if I stay to like my latest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to work out because then that means I like have the morning to kind of like, like I'll go and see like whatever emails, whatever issues they're having be able to work through those and then the afternoons I'm hoping to just be like meetings where I'm just like go 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 okay this is what I have this is what we can do I'm gonna work on it like a little bit later today if you like need to call boom but like the grind will be in the morning which I really like because then that way if I can like grind in the morning then eat lunch and then just like go meetings all afternoon honestly that's gonna be so nice mm-hmm. I so much more productive like during the morning than in the afternoon I feel like that's a lot of people but I'm like if I can just talk in the afternoon and not like actually be like actively grinding that'll be a lot easier so I think it's gonna work out but we'll see I feel like I have all my classes in the afternoon because I have second and third off but then my afternoon is literally like after lunch and our lunch is so early at like 11 something. Like I think it's 11.30 something. I like five hours in though, at least for you. Cause like, mm-hmm. like it's early lunch, but it's still like yeah, late in your day, I guess. Yeah. I mean like I'm hungry by lunch because it's been since 6.45. Oh, like sure. But my my big chunk of classes is in the afternoon after that. Mm-hmm. So, like it, it's so odd because I feel like it works out really well though. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that. But it works out really well because usually I'm not an afternoon working person, but because my afternoon is technically really early, it works well. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because I mean, we leave it. They get out at 2:25. Yeah. So if you look at that, like on a weekend, your your afternoon is my afternoon is only the two and a half hours. Yeah. Odd. That's what I was thinking about that actually when <laughs> when I was showering yesterday. Um, it was a little shower thought that popped in. I'm like, because normally I'm like, okay, five days of work and like two days on the weekend. But when you think about it, it's almost like you get two and a half days. 
because you get like whether it's like two o'clock on Friday and you're peacing oh. out or like five o'clock on Friday like you still have like all of essentially like I still think five is like kind of early in the afternoon usually I'll dip at like four on Friday so it's like you still have the whole afternoon so it's like 2.5 days and that just made me really happy I could you not I had these like very similar thought of like thinking that Friday evenings Friday afternoons were my favorite part of the weekend yeah because oh, one thousand percent like Saturday and Sunday I feel like I need to be doing things or at yeah. least Saturday. I'm like I need to do things on Saturday Sunday sometimes I'm gonna be chill Sometimes I'll just leave my like chill task for Sunday, but Friday I'm like, that's literally brain shuts off. Yeah. And that's what I love because I used to do that. That was like my plan in college too. I would have one afternoon and it was usually Friday afternoons that I would just like completely like clock out, brain off, nothing going on up there. And like, it was my favorite thing in college. Like I would spend it usually going to happy hours with like my friends that like I had a class with before, but mm -hmm. like, Cause I'm like, you've already been productive for the day. Like mm -hmm. no one's really expecting anything more of you. You don't have assignments due on Friday at midnight. Right. That was a big thing. I was like, I don't have to be more productive today. So it's right. like amazing. And that's why I usually start like going out on Fridays. Cause I'm like, I don't have to do anything. Like I've been productive. I've mm -hmm. earned this in a way, which I'm like not earned alcohol, but it's like, I've earned this little time to go out and enjoy myself. And then like Saturday is kind of like, rest recharge Sunday like same sort of vibes but it's like I definitely feel that I just I was like what in the world I love this so yeah. that was really that's a really good little epiphany yes um you wanted to talk about your Chicago trip did you not <gasps> I did Ellie just sighed the biggest sigh because you're being loud. After you said that. I guess she doesn't want me to talk about it. Um, no. But let's see. I went to Chicago. One of my, like, friends calls it Chi-Town? Chi-Town? Something like that. And I'm like. Yeah, I think Chi-Town. It's. I don't know, Chicago. I went to Chicago. Um, and yeah, that was really fun. We went to like the Cubs game. Um, it turned out to literally be the best game to go to. Oh. Um, it was, well, it was like, first of all, it was raining. So not like weather wise, but then it stopped raining and cleared up. So I guess that was fine. But like, we literally came in probably like the bottom of the fourth. Um, just because it had been delayed, but then it didn't say like how far it had been delayed. So then we ended up being late because they like started it and we we're like, oh, oops, they're starting. We should go. Um, we thought it was going to be long, but they were literally just going and like nobody. It was like three outs, boom, three outs, boom. And I was like, bruh, we're going to get through this game in like an hour. And that's, that's why I love baseball games because you just never know. Yeah, I realized that, but I'm like, usually I think I can like plan, but I just, I guess I've never, I haven't been to like a ton of baseball games. And so I'm like, I just, I was like, we're going to be here for an hour. And like the tickets weren't, weren't expensive, but I was like, this is still kind of annoying. Cause I was like, we literally made this whole trip, like partly for the Cubs game and then to like, just like explore Chicago. But anyways, 
it ended up going to 11 innings. Um, it was stressful. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, actually stood up and screamed at a baseball game. That's more like football game vibes for me. Um, but I was doing it, and it was, <laughs> it was really entertaining. Um, but, yeah, so Cubs won. It was great. I was like, I can't not be, like, a fan after this. So consider me a bandwagon fan now. Who's Wisconsin's team? The Brewers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were playing the Brewers that day in Chicago. Um, but I was like, but you're I was like, there's no way I'm going to put, like, I'm going to root for the Brewers. When I, first of all, I don't really have any, like, connection to the state yeah. yet. Like, not an, there's no freaking state pride up here. So I'm like, Wrigley Field, the Cubs. If I have the choice of a blank slate right now to make the decision, yeah. we're going with the Cubs. So, bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it was really cool too because they had like the, like, the, they had like a electronic like scoreboard and stuff and whatnot, but they also have like their old like vintagey looking one. Oh, so yes, most of those have the electronic ones. Yeah, again, <laughs> I've been to enough Astros games to know that. But no, they had like their old one, and there were people like standing in the um like board thing like switching out the numbers and like whatnot it was so cute I was like oh um it just made it that much better and I really want to know like how to get that job um but it's probably freaking hot as heck in there but yeah really cool it was really really neat I really liked it but it was I want to say it was weird but it was basically weird because it was like the first trip like with my like one of my new friends and yeah. she's like one of my new besties and like I love her she's great and like we've spent enough time together like we work together we've gone out like almost every weekend so it's like I know her enough but it was like just like that thing of like I want to go to Chicago for the weekend I want to go to Chicago for the weekend too let's go and like I don't know. I'm like, we're still not like super close, obviously, because we've worked together for what, like a month and a half. And so it's like, I don't, I was weird. I was like, I'm obviously comfortable enough with you and like, feel like I know you enough to like go on this weekend trip, but I'm like, barely, barely there. Making new friends is so odd because it's like, at one point, like, you and Nicole, for example, met yeah. and then went somewhere for the first time. Yeah. Me and Hannah, for example, like, at one point, we finally, like, I don't know, slept over at each other's dorm or whatever it might have been. Yeah. Like, you have to do that, like, first thing. Yeah. But it's just so odd because a lot of these friends that you do have, you've always, you felt like you always had. Right. To do that now when you're very cognizant of making new friends. Yeah, it's really weird. Because I was like, like, Madison, whenever, like, law school. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, we got really close really fast. 
And then the first time we went to a concert together and I stayed downtown in Houston at her apartment, I was like, this is different. Like, I'm aware that we're adult friends and we're like, like, I don't know, making friends in like elementary and junior high and high school is a lot different than making friends as an adult. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, it's weird though, because like, I feel like you have that like, bracket I guess of like elementary school to like high school or junior high almost to where it's like either your moms were friends you went to the same like mother's day out pre-k like whatever all the way up to like you were in the same like you're on the dance team and y'all literally had to have like bus trips where you had to sit next to someone and it's like you didn't really have like like you had a choice of your friends but it was like okay, you're going to be doing this regardless. Take who you do it with. Yeah. Rather than like, and I feel like that can carry into like undergrad to like even sorority stuff. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're going to do this. So you just have to choose like who to do it with. Like you have to carpool. So just pick who you're going to carpool with. Like it's almost like not assigned friends, but it's like you have to do it. So it's not like a, are you going to be friends with them? It's like, or are you going to make friends? It's like, who are you going to make friends with? And I feel like college is the first time you start becoming aware of that. Yeah. Because like forced proximity thing. And then now with me in law school or when I was in law school, it was okay. The same thing. Who am I going to be friends with here? And then you found this friend at work and you could either not have friends at work or you have to find one. But I think, like, as you get older, you just get very aware that you're having to make those more conscious efforts to be friends with people. Yeah. For real. And I'm like, it's flow perfectly fine. And luckily, like, I'm in a company with a lot of, like, new hires and so, or a lot of, like, people fresh out of college. Right. Um, So it's still a very similar vibe to, like, college, like, making college friends. But I don't know. It's just weird. And it's just, like, kind of like you are saying, like, the more conscious you are of, like, making friends and getting over that little first, like, hump almost is really yeah. weird. Like, and, like, it's fine. Obviously, the trip went great. And, like, we definitely want to do it again. We were talking about going up for, like, St. Patrick's Day or something. Um, and, like, the other day, she's like, oh, my gosh, we need to go back to, like, Navy Pier and, like, ride the Ferris wheel if you like Ferris wheel. Like, this bitch doesn't even know if I like heights. And like we're taking a freaking weekend trip together. And yeah. so it's just very like <laughs> it's very like it's really fun, but it's really weird. And I don't know. Like I'm very lucky to have like had that so early. Um but it's just it's really it's weird. Yeah. And uh, let's see, also like last night I like kind of got voluntold to have a pregame um at my place but like this guy um like who's my friend slash co-worker thing like had it at his place last time so he was just like pregame at Kylie's and I was like sure I don't care that's fine um but it was like the first time like having people like Sydney's been over here um but it's like the first time having like a decent group of people over and it was just like four other people but it was like these people have never seen my apartment before oh yeah 
and it's just like also it's not like super furnished either like I still need a rug I still need a coffee table but it's like furnished enough to like have people over but it's like I don't know it's weird too I also think like just people like seeing my like sanctuary almost is really weird because I'm like I don't have a problem like hosting things like I love it but I'm like you're in my space yeah this is like not like the most vulnerable part of me but I'm like this is like obviously like this space is me and it's just me so it's like you're seeing me yeah like manifested in my apartment or like whatever so it's like I don't I don't know and I'm like I will never I'm not comfortable enough to give someone like an apartment tour granted there's not much to like give but I'm like I don't want like I don't like anyone like seeing my bedroom because I'm like if anything like that's like my ultimate little like sanctuary thing like that's completely private to me um except for like a couple of people probably um but even just like letting people into my living room and like meeting my dog I'm like well because it either confirming perceptions or changing yeah how people think about you yeah I also just really want to know like is this what you imagined when you thought of my apartment like honestly like I want to ask yeah do I give off this vibe? <laughs> like, yeah, honestly. I mean, nobody said anything, so I'm like, I feel like it's, like, kind of, like, my vibe. I mean, I think I tried to make it my vibe, you know? But, no, I'm I'm always very curious to know, like, what other people think mm-hmm. of me. And not in a way of, like, oh, my God, do they like me or not? But are they, like, oh, this girl is, like, obsessed with like national parks or they like this girl has never set foot outside of her little like woodlands bubble before so it's just like a very like what do you think of me yeah but yeah so as part of the whole meeting new people thing it's very fun but it's very scary yeah especially knowing more I think that's part of the whole like getting older and being more aware of things you're also more aware of yourself yeah it's not even like in high school and stuff you can be like they're gonna judge me for my like very surface level things but now like know who you are right a bit more I mean we know ourselves a little more than we used to yeah like you really are inviting people to make their judgments and form their opinions and like it's a little bit more personal now Hmm. in a way yeah and it's like yeah this is my apartment I'm like obviously I'm like I'm I'm subjecting myself to those opinions but at the same time I'm like none of this is going anywhere but it's very like it's very I don't know it's it's just kind of like the whole like oh what are they gonna think Who's going like, to curiosity? Like, what do they think? More so than like, oh my God, what do they think? Like, should I change something? And granted, like, I did clean my apartment before people came over. But I think that's just like appropriate. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, oh, and I have this. 
there's one thing I was a little bit worried about. I have in my bathroom, I have a get naked bath mat, like in front of my shower. It was either that or butts. But I just, I was like, I really just wanted it. I thought it was cute. Um, one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really cute. And I'm like, I'm living by myself. I'm like, Who's gonna freaking tell me I can't have a get naked bath naked bath mat? Naked. <laughs> I feel like I was talking too fast. It came out like naked and I was like, I have to correct myself. But yeah, so that was a little bit worrisome <laughs> when like my friends went into like and used my bathroom. I was just like, uh, I was like, are they gonna see it? And again, I wasn't like, oh my god, maybe I should pick that up. But I was just like, oh well, well, like I wonder if they're gonna like notice it or like if they're gonna say anything. And one guy did. He was like, I like your bath mat. I was like, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <Appreciate> uh, it. <laughs> so yeah, it was very. It's yeah, it's it's weird subjecting yourself to these things as like an adult when you're more like I know it like I know that you're thinking things. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder though. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So like, if so, we talked about how kind of like as you're getting older, you're being more conscious and more aware of, like, who you are and, like, who other people, like, like, I guess, like, aware that other people are making these opinions. hmm And, like, I wonder, I guess, how that factors into, like, relationships, like, earlier on, you know, like, those, like, maybe through like high school relationships versus like undergrad relationships versus like now relationships because it's like that same kind of thing of like like you're not necessarily forced with the people that you're like like you kind of have to just like go out of your way to make friends it's like you kind of have to like go out of your way to like meet people too and it's really freaking weird and like yeah uh, maybe connect that because I was thinking that too Oh my god. Because we were talking about friendships, I was like, it's just like we're dating these people. Like, and you're, yeah. you're friendship dating. Right. But it's, you're doing the same, like, kind of vetting and, like, seeing if you vibe. If they're going to stick around in six months. Right. Right. It's weird. <laughs> I just kind of noticed that when we were talking. I was like, hmm, didn't intend to get into relationships on this, but, like, I guess, like, you have to go out of your way to meet friends. You have to kind of go out of your way to meet, like, people, mm-hmm. like, dating. But it's, like, harder, I feel like. Your dating pool, though, in high school is, like, this big. Yeah. Which is why I didn't like any of them. But, like, that's but... fair. Um, you had a bad um, selection. No the offense. pool in college got bigger. Too but big. Oh. But, like, also think about how we kept it kind of close to where we were. Yeah. And who we were around. We found those comforts. Like, mine was my dorm. Yours was home. Yeah. And that was probably because you were used to home because of the high school relationship you had. Yeah. 
it was it was like a different kind of sense though because like with that relationship he and I didn't really talk in high school so it's like we didn't really know each other and so but it was still like those mutual friends from home and like it was literally like you and Eric who like had both been friends since like friends of mine since junior high so it definitely was like that kind of comfort thing at the beginning I think. I say all the time, like, I want to date someone who's a mutual friend of somebody else. Like, no, well, you would think that's a good idea. I mean, I still kind of think it's a good idea. I think that whole thing was a little bit of a fluke, but I don't, did (laughs) you know him well? Did you, Eric did, obviously, because they were living together. But I'm just wondering, like, like, yeah, he was, like, a mutual friend, and I think that kind of served as a little bit of, like, okay, like, my friends know him, like him, so, like, he's fine. I didn't know him that well. Okay. I, I knew, um, I don't want to say names. I think I knew your high school one better than I knew. Yeah. Like, we were classmate friends. Yeah, and that- my high school one, like, Mary knew him too and like even in that class like I felt like we talked a lot more and like got to know each other more because it was a class so we were like able to do like group work together right when we were done with things we would talk yeah um but the other one was in my math class yeah like you didn't talk to him much other than before and after the bell and then it was oh A&M cool like me too and then it just happened and I don't know how that friendship really formed unless Eric knew him. Eric did know him for a while, I think. But also, my, like, college boyfriend was just very, like, pretty outgoing. Yeah. So, like, literally one commonality and, like, ran with it. Right. Um, Which is, like, a good thing, but, like, a good trait. But, yeah, no. I also think my, what? Because I think I trusted it because of Eric. Okay. But I, don't think I think Eric so too. knew his true. No, he definitely did not. Because once he like kind of started seeing that stuff, then skirted out of there. Yeah. But, um, but that's I what really... happens when he's deceiving in general. Huh? I said, that's what happens when he's deceiving in general. No. But I feel like the high school one was a lot just a lot more like involved with like my friends he was you know like like in a good way like was like welcomed into the group kind of like tagged along a couple times but like not in like too much like honestly the relationship wasn't great but the like interaction with friends type of thing i think that was like a good Good bad boyfriend what the good friend bad boyfriend yeah, exactly. Which is, I think, what I've been saying about him since we broke up. That's what I say um, sometimes. Yeah. Like I, even though we were never friends, but like you know those traits that are gonna be a good friend. Yeah. But it's like sometimes they're just not mature enough, or um, like just ready, like yeah. mentally to like be in a relationship. Yeah, because I think when I look back at that relationship, like, that was the hardest part that I had to get over was him being my best friend. Yeah, for sure. Which, like, part of that was because, like, 
I close myself off from other people, but like still like three years of being around each other, like it was, no, this is my best friend. I thought that's what I grieved more than anything. Yeah. Well, that's hard too. Cause it's like, you have all those shared experiences. It's like yeah. you trusted them so much and you like did spend so much time with them that it's like, you have a lot of history, which a lot of it's like was good and gonna stay good, but a lot of that good was more like in the friend side than like exactly relationship side, you know. <laughs> I'm like, that's how we always got out of like arguments or how we like figured it back or how we like kind of shook off like the dust of an argument yeah. was being friendly and goofing off again. And then like that would ground us. Right. So I'm like, yes, every relationship needs to have, like, a good friendship foundation. Yeah. Part of it. Like, if you're going to hang out with someone for your whole life. But if they can't be good, if they can't be good at a relationship part either, like, that's a big part. Which is literally, I feel like one of the most annoying things is, like, because I know I used to say, um, like, after me and my high school boyfriend broke up. I think this was like a couple no it was like recent and then after me my college boyfriend broke up too but I didn't say this so much about my college one but like my high school one I think I told you this a couple of times I was like you know what like not a great like boyfriend for sure now but I'm like by the time he's 30 I'm sure he's gonna make someone like very happy and like he's gonna be great right but it's irritating because I also feel like a lot of guys like they're great at that like friendship part right now but it's like they just physically like aren't and like a lot of it's not even their fault I guess I can say like they're just not mature enough like they're they're just not like in their nature and like this isn't true of like all guys and like let it in disclaimer nah um but like (laughs) it's I mean, it's kind of, it seems to be, like, a big trend, at least in the people that, like, I know. Yeah, I just, I always feel like I also hear from women more than guys that, like, oh, they'd be a good friend, or they'd be this, or, like, we can always find those redeeming qualities. Yeah. And I'm like, is that just a sign of our maturity? (laughs) We're just still being a little more ignorant in the fact that they are never going to be mature? I don't know. But I've also. It's hard. Yeah, I've realized, too, like, I don't think I've ever seen a guy go through a breakup. Like, I would love to see, like, genuinely, like, what their thoughts are, like, what their feelings are. Because, obviously, like, we're all people. We all have them. Like, the girl on the side of the relationship is, like, going to be comparably, I hope, heartbroken to, like, the guy in the relationship. And so, like, I, yeah, I would hope so. I mean, is that always the case? No. But, like, I would, I would really like to almost be, like, a fly on the wall for that because also I, like, can't make all of these, like, I don't want to say accusations, but, like, assumptions and whatnot because it's, like, I don't, I don't actually know what a guy's going through, like, breakup-wise, except maybe with like one of my friends right I was trying to think of like maybe seeing Lance go through one yeah but I feel like he 
usually checks out of them before it gets to that. Yeah. Um, or if he has like big things, big feelings about it, um, they come out in different ways. Then what I would say is like proper breakup etiquette, but that's also me being a girl and him being a guy. So I don't know yeah, if like it's proper for them. Um, I just don't know like guy world on this stuff. Yeah, but I would I would really be interested to see it like behind closed doors too, like be a fly on the wall for that because I know my breakup behind closed doors, it was me processing a lot of emotions differently than whenever I was in front of somebody talking uh, to them about the breakup. Yeah. Um, like there's a lot more emotion there whenever I was by myself and able to go through it. Right. It's a lot more raw. Yeah. So with guys, I'm like, there has to be a behind closed doors thing that y'all are going through that no one's ever going to see. Because I wonder that with with my ex, like, and then I got a little clarity with that, I guess. Um, But again, that's a friend saying it and my friend didn't see everything that happened. Right. Not that they even have to. And I don't think guys need to show their friends everything either. Like, go through your breakup how you should and like grieve in that way. But I don't know. I it is like just weird. Yeah, and every I've said this a lot when it comes to like biblical context. <laughs> I'm not tying like the Bible into this whole thing, but like um it made me first think of it. Like there's one degree of interpretation that happens with every conversation. So like what happens behind closed doors is like your real raw, like that's zero degrees like wavered from what's actually going on but like the minute you try to like like if I'm going through something and I try to like verbalize that to you like even though I'm doing the best that I can like I still have emotions that like like, I'm not great at communicating my emotions or even like letting myself feel it at like all levels so it's like whatever I'm thinking and actually feeling I'm probably not going to communicate well to you and like like whether it's consciously or subconsciously may like omit some information and then it's like if that friend goes and like tells like if you were friends with like my college ex and were to go to him and be like oh my gosh this is what Kylie's going through like I just didn't even know if you were like aware of this that's already like two degrees like away from what's actually going on which is why like where gossip and like all that stuff comes Like, that's how stories get changed and misinterpreted. Yeah. I just... Now I'm thinking about, like, how people are with breakups. I want to see it. I really... I'd be interested. But the thing is, that's such, like, a personal and private thing. And it should be. And it should stay that way. So it's, like, it's not, like... Like, I'm not going to go up and be, like, Hey, you. (laughs) You're going through a breakup right now? Can I just, like... Can you just, like, record... When you're in your room by yourself and just, like, give me the voice memo, thanks. I think that, okay, TikTok. I think that helped me a lot during my breakup, though. Ah, okay. A lot of people, which, of course, it was because my For You page figured out that I was going through a breakup. Because (laughs) a lot of people were showing that raw emotion on camera. Yeah, that's true. There's some... There's still some, like, awareness of being on camera to that, so it's not, like, but me watching that and me hearing them just rant and rave about how upset they were about certain situations, about certain feelings they were going through, I was like, me too. 
So it helps to process everything a lot easier. Uh, I didn't and even know I do it. But yeah, but that's true. I didn't think about that. That's really cool how like I don't know, like I don't I mean I don't have TikTok anymore, but I do think it's good for like like I don't think TikTok's bad, but like I I think it's really cool how like it's become almost like a platform of like you can be like by yourself just like talking and like have these like real raw emotions regardless of if they're like happy sad angry whatever and like not like you're not talking to a person you don't have like that stress of talking to an actual person it's almost like you're just talking to yourself or like talking to yourself in the mirror but instead it's just like a camera but you're able to still like get that out there and like help other people with such like raw feelings yeah that's cool I didn't really think about that before I because I remember like having a lot of nights going through last year just being like I can't get my brain to stop but I could go on TikTok and I could kind of watch these videos of other people going through the same thing and go wow I'm not alone in this and not that I ever thought I was alone in that but my close personal friends were not going through a breakup at the same time as me obviously So me being able to like hop on the TikTok and be like, wow, there's a community of us going through breakups right now. Mm-hmm. I can relate and I can understand and I can kind of process my own emotions because they're able to articulate things that I haven't even thought of yet. Yeah. Wow. This is great. Um, it's so weird though, like having that much interconnectedness in the world though. Yeah. But it has a lot of pros. Oh, for sure. Um, A lot of pros until you get on self-help TikTok and can't get off of it. And then you have to delete the app for months (laughs) on end because it's just too much. There was a point where I was like, okay, I think I'm good with the breakup now. Can we go to something else on my page? Um, All the tarot cards. What was it? I said enter book talk. Book talk. Yes. (laughs) I love book talk. Book talk's fun. Yeah. And I'm on teacher talk now too cute I was on that a bit before I deleted it and honestly it was it was kind of fun yeah I just love seeing all their outfits and I was like you're definitely an elementary school teacher yes (laughs) (laughs) no TikTok just like really gets my brain going though just that we're looking at all these different people from around the world and going oh I really it's it's weird yeah but also I was an international studies major and that was a big thing we used to talk about was like interconnectedness around the world. So that's so neat. Uh, I love it. Okay. So now that we've gone on this like tangent, well, not even a tangent, just this little, little canal in this big river that we're addressing of making friends slash dating when you're old and friendships within those relationships yeah oh that's so much this is a whole web of things honestly to like talk about but human connection though oh I kind of told you about this but we're gonna have to wrap it up we're at a minute we're at an hour and 17 minutes okay let's wrap it up I'm so sorry (laughs) I'm gonna just say guys who go to church with you green flags that's it. And we'll end it right there. <laughs>
Yes for green flags. Taking it one step at a time. One yeah. green flag at a time. What? What so green flag? At a time. Yes. Okay. Starting out as a friend, too. Yeah. Bring it back. God. Okay. Are we going to get there? Do we need to wrap up? Bye. Bye, besties. Have a great two weeks. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs>